My name is Chris Dagger. I'm a content creator, YouTuber, and musician, and I am The Hustle. Welcome to the Hollywood Hustle Podcast, a weekly experience where produced screenwriter and podcaster Daniel Tuttle sets out to educate and inspire artists and entrepreneurs all over the world with the stories and challenges of those hustling towards their success. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, League of Hustle to the Hustle. It is I, your host, Daniel Tuttle, and today we are continuing our conversation with YouTuber and musician Chris Danker. Thank you to everyone for all the love you showed. Part one, if you haven't listened to part one where Chris talks about how he got in YouTube, how he got in a boy band, what it was like to be in a boy band, make sure you check it out. Thank you so much, everyone that reached out about the premiere. I really appreciate it. It means so much to have your support and for you sticking with us. We are so excited to be back. We have so many great interviews to bring you this season. But real quick, I just want to mention, I don't have a lot of life updates, but I do want to bring up, we mentioned a little bit in our last season, the COVID season, that I did start a freelance podcast producing consulting and editing business and I would love to help you with your podcast if you ever thought about unleashing your voice in the podcast realm you think you have a great idea I would love to talk to you about it I would love to answer your questions if you need help editing or producing or just help coaching and figuring out what to do how to get started I would love to do it I'm happy to work to find a reasonable way for us to work with any and all budgets just so I can help you unleash your voice. So if you've ever thought about getting started, feel free to reach out. You can reach out at hustlepodcasting at gmail.com. Again, that's hustlepodcasting at gmail.com. So please reach out. Let's get your voice unleashed today. Now today, like I mentioned, you will be hearing the end of my conversation with Chris Danker. On this part of the episode, Chris talks about trying new things on YouTube, dealing with the negative comments in the comment thread, and he answers your questions. That's right. I asked for questions on Instagram and you delivered some great ones. And finally, the MySpace quiz is back and Chris happily answers some really fun questions. So let's not wait any further. Here is part two of my conversation with Chris Danker. Let the hustle begin. So I'm curious, as I'm starting to do more stuff on like TikTok and things like that, so I'm mm-hmm. curious on your end, do you have a plan, like a schedule for your day? Do you go block out, like, I'm going to record for this time, this time? I, I know, I'm sure sometimes it's just inspiration, like, where it's like, oh, yeah. I have an idea, and you rush down to the basement, mm-hmm. and you, you know, yeah. uh, 80s montage style, where you, you know, <laughs> and you get you get your jacket on, <laughs> and, do, 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 do. <laughs> and you, you click the little thing that turns all your whole system on, and you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish, oh my god, I wish I had that, just like one button. <laughs> and, um, and then you have, when you turn it off, it makes that... <laughs> oh god i'd pay a lot of money to get that uh <laughs> so yes and no i generally have an idea of what i'm gonna do for the week for the most part mm-hmm. i'll have specific things that i know i need to accomplish on each day but i'll tell you what i would probably be so much more productive if i actually gave myself a schedule literally because because now i'm at the point where you know youtube has been going great for a really long time but for a long time now, I feel like I've hung my hat on the whole YouTuber thing, which is great and it's fine. It's been amazing, but like I want to branch out and do more. I like I also I want to be on TikTok. We'll go do, do Instagram. We'll do music. We'll get on Spotify. All like Twitch, all this other stuff. So now more than ever, I think it's really important for me to have a schedule because all these other things now I'm wanting to throw in on top of what I'm already doing. And when you're gonna do that, if you don't have your shit together, it's just gonna 
something is going to fall short. And that's exactly what's happening right now. When's the last time I uploaded on TikTok? Probably two months ago. You know, because right. it's just, I just don't, it's not ingrained in that routine yet. My routine revolves around YouTube and content creation. Another reason or an excuse, honestly, probably uh, why I haven't done a whole lot of music lately. Because just once the YouTube bubble started filling up, mm -hmm. filling up, filling up, now it like becomes such a big part of my life and my daily activity that other shit just gets pushed to the side sometimes. So it is it is important to have a schedule. And I would very much preach for other people to have a schedule. However, I do not have one myself yet. You know, it's funny. Uh, I got the same answer from Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what's funny too, Brandon. Brandon reminds me so much of me when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Like he's got that same like hungry, just ready, ready for whatever, open for anything, just going for it type of vibe. I think that's why me and Brandon like got along so well because I, I like I just he reminds me of of like a younger me, just having that mm -hmm. that drive and that passion. So like I'm I'm glad you got to talk to him too. That's my boy. Just seeing his growth since I talked to him and like how he is. Yeah taught himself and made changes and like how he's presents his videos now and how mm -hmm. he does his he's taught thumbnails. me things he's, he's taught me things he's like he's, he studies algorithms he studies all this type of stuff we've had conversations where i'm like yeah you know i'm doing this this and this and he'll be like oh i've been reading up about you know all this other different shit you know you want to talk about and then like we'll go back and forth it's just like he's very he's very smart about it he has a very good outlook on it and he's been killing it he's been killing it. i'm so happy for him absolutely boy. so you know obviously you talked about how your mom kind of gave you $200 back in the day probably to help you with rent. You have Michelle who one of the things I, I love I think about your and Michelle's relationship because I follow her on you know on on Twitter and we've we've talked mm -hmm. and I, I think I remember my second season of this podcast I think I asked her like for an email to email you guys <laughs> and I was like I don't know if I'm ready to email <laughs> like this guy's a big YouTuber. I've got like a podcast I just started. We're, we'll see. But you know you both have a similar not competitive but like passion to succeed. Like both of you, you know, she has her own business that's growing and growing. Yeah. And you you obviously have your stuff that's growing and growing. Do you find that that helps you guys as a couple or does that, do you find times that hinders you as a couple? Just, you don't have to obviously get too personal. No, sure. Yeah. No, it's honestly, it's, it's both. It's both. You know, I'm so locked in to what I'm doing. She is so locked into what she's doing and she's so proud of me and I'm so proud of her. And we always talk about all that stuff, but then we'll finish up a day and it'll be like nine o'clock at night and we'll both just be exhausted. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just like hang out on the couch and not really have that time together all the time. So we noticed that a lot this last year too. And especially because we were now home all the time. So all we were doing is working on our individual stuff because we were both home all of 2020, just like a lot of people. Did y'all um, move in 2020 or 2019? We moved in 2020. We moved okay, literally yeah. like the week after, the week before stuff started locking down and like getting real crazy, like right before everything started happening. Yeah. So all of 2020, it was just, we were work focused and work based. So we've had talks about like, like we need to spend more time on our relationship because that's, that's important. You need to put the same amount of work into your relationship as you do everything else in your life if you want it to succeed and, and you know, go well. So, but she's been, she's always so understanding of what I have to do. Like she doesn't get mad when I'm up yelling till four o'clock in the morning, you know, <laughs> playing with the boys. So, like if I'm streaming in the middle of the day, like it is what it is. And, and it's just like, it's good to have that support system. It's it's really good yeah. to know that someone has your back and like really wants to see you succeed. Yeah. I told my wife, like once we're able to get the money, I have to have an office. We both do. We need mm. a space where we can work out and do yeah. some work because there's something about being in an environment that feels like this is my workspace. I know you've even talked about how sometimes this gaming and stuff like that's kind of like, when do you find time to do it for fun? 
And I know, you know, let me know if I'm wrong. I think in the last year or so, you have found times to play games outside of the YouTube and, you know, and actually enjoy the game for what it yeah. is. Yeah, it's really something that, like you said, has only happened in this last year. God, 2020 just changed a lot of shit for everybody. Just is kinda, it I weird how much like... I know about <laughs> <laughs> not at all, not at all. Uh, but it's it's crazy that 2020 changed like so many people's outlooks on certain things. I spent so much time playing video games, like I was getting to the point where I thought about playing games. And I'm like, ugh, I don't even want to think about it. And like that's really sucked because like I grew up on this shit. Like I've always mm-hmm. loved games. It's always been my like we would be at Six Flags in between shows. We brought our PS2. We were playing Dragon Ball Z in between uh, in between our performances at Six Flags as a group. So like mm-hmm. the gaming was always a part of my life in a big way. So then when you start doing YouTube full time, you're doing it every day and you're doing it for work. You can sometimes it gets a little like it's a yeah. little too much. And you'll be like, oh, you're just fucking playing video games, whatever. It's like, OK, well, if you got to stare at the screen for hours and yell at the top of your lungs and record yourself and like it's it's a it takes a little bit out of you. You don't want to look mm-hmm. at, you know, when you come home from work, uh, do you want to look at the stuff that you were just looking at it work you know what i mean you kind of yeah. there there has to be some separation and i didn't feel any of that separation happening so like i brought some of my consoles that i wasn't using down here i brought upstairs and i'm like you know what sometimes i'll just sit on the couch and just play a little bit and i've thankfully this year been able to play like a couple things that i put off but like you said it's it's one of those things where once you do something for so long or so consistently you do it for a job you're like when am when am i going to get the time to do this for fun and i had definitely reached that point so i'm glad that i was able to shift that around a little bit because video games freaking rule and like not that i don't enjoy them while i'm streaming or while i'm creating content but it's different it's different when you're like because if i'm just i still react like to stuff that happens even when i'm just sitting by myself but like i'm not worried about oh where, where's the mic am i am i peaking am i like what's the video like you know i just kind of oh here focus on the game how is the game good is it bad I can just kind of appreciate it for what it is. As we're, we'll wrap up here in a little bit. I don't want to keep you t- too much no, longer. Sure. I, I appreciate your time, and I know you're a busy guy. So one of the things I wanted to talk about this season on the show is a little bit of how the creativeness and the creative process uh, affects your mental health for the better or the worse. And mm-hmm. how would you say like, over the years, how has this helped you as a person and ha- helped you as a human being? And how has it kind of maybe become an obstacle sometimes in mm-hmm. your life it has been a lot of different things at different times and this isn't like i haven't really gotten into this too much i don't i think i publicly only spoke about this like maybe once or twice but there was say like mid, around like mid to late 2019 i had reached like a very thick wall like i felt like i ran into a wall mentally personally physically everything i was tired I was literally like literally like borderline depression. I had no motivation to do anything. I didn't want to record. I didn't want to go anywhere. I was self-conscious of of every decision that I was making. The crazy thing is, is I hadn't seen a dip yet because it was 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. And luckily it's it's going 2021. It's going like that, which is great. <laughs> but like that first initial, it makes your heart stop. Like, oh my God, am I, is this it? Is my shit about to die? That's all I wrapped my head around. That's all I that's all I could think about. All oh, this the the game that I'm basing my whole channel around sucks and I don't even want to play it and it's broken and nobody wants to watch other stuff and I'm like doing these things to myself in my head instead of, you know, being handling a little better. And it definitely fucked with me for a long time. I would say it took probably until until we moved here and I started getting into a rhythm here with my content that like I w- I would feel I was in probably a bit of a funk. Like a pretty big funk, just like I said, mentally and physically and emotionally. I just, I, 
everything anybody said to me, I, I took to heart. You know, if, if I could have 5,000 comments to say, this is amazing. And then the one comment that's like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like, what am I a piece of shit for? And I'm like, like, you know, like now I'm thinking, why, why does JH5265 think I'm a piece of shit? Michelle, am I a piece of shit? Like, I need to find this guy and talk to him. It was weird. Cause <laughs> like I hadn't done that type of shit before and I'm, mm. and I'm doing this to myself. And like, I got into this literally depressive state where like I had to go and talk to somebody. I had to talk to somebody about like just not being happy and, and not being in the right mindset and, you know, why I'm so hard on myself and why, you know, I'm a perfectionist and, and also all these other things. All of that came out yeah. throughout my YouTube career. I, I've, ha I've had feelings of being on top of the world. Like, holy shit, this is great. I love this. This is amazing. I've had feelings of, bro, I think I'm a quit. Like, I think I'm done. I think I'm ready to go. I've had feelings of, should I just delete my channel and start over? Should I? Like, there's mm. so, so many different ups and downs have happened through it. And it's kind of a testament to the world we live in now, where everything is out there, everything is online, everything is social media, everything, everybody has an opinion. You need to have a defense mechanism for that. Like you, you can't just sit there and listen to what people who don't know you are saying about you. It's a, it's a tough thing to stay away from because if people are talking about you, it's natural. You want to know what they're saying. What do these mm -hmm. people think about? Like, because I, I could say, as, I sit here and say as much as I want. I don't give a shit what people think about me. I don't give a shit what people think about me. But like, that's not entirely true. That's not entirely true. We all, you know, we all like, do a little like, bit. Like, there's all yeah, like I, I want people to appreciate what I'm doing. I want people to like what I'm doing. I want people to respect me as a, as a creator or as an artist or just as a person. So I can sit here and say, like, oh, I don't give a shit. And those things just roll off my back. But sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. And fortunately, going back to having, like, a support system that is a constant reminder of, like, you are doing good. You're doing well. And, and thankfully, I've gotten better individually of being able to do that to myself of being like look man you're doing okay look around you you're fine like there's i know and i this might sound weird but like i know that there's people that would very much like to be in the position that i'm in very much like to be so like when i i feel like shit when i complain or when i get upset uh so like i get mad at myself about getting mad about it but then I'm still mad about the thing, but now I'm mad at myself. So now Michelle has to tell me not to be mad at myself and to not be <laughs> mad at the thing. But then like, I'll stop being mad at one. And I'm still mad. <laughs> like, so it, it's always <laughs> this fucking mental roller coaster. Right. And it's taught me a lot and it's gotten me through a lot. And it's, it's something that I wouldn't change necessarily if I had the mm -hmm. chance to. I don't have any regrets about it. Things happened the way that they happened from from the group to the solo stuff to doing YouTube, then finally doing another song. And when I I think when I hit like a million subscribers, I, I think I did all of me around like when I hit, when I hit that and then like wanting to go from there and build off of that. But then that was kind of around time where stuff started to like, oh, I don't know what I want to do right. and blah, blah. So, yeah, it's just it's it's a lot of mental gymnastics. It's a lot of mental up and down. You got to have a pretty good outlook on it if you if you're going to get into it yourself but uh it can be a roller coaster for sure i'll tell you something and and, and i know this is I mean, this is not me like saying anything about your relationship and you guys need to have kids or anything but when that day comes <laughs> and that you have kids mm. these horrible crappy comments are going to mm. prepare you for having a child <laughs> true <laughs> my Probably son true. looked me in the face a few days ago and said dad you're a piece of garbage <laughs> Oh, I'm used to that. That's nothing. Oh, that'll be nothing. If that's any relation, like that's who these people are. They're, they're yeah. children. 
like the person that was in your stream the other day that was like some like a YouTuber and like felled at music or whatever that person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, f off. You're right. Like, there's, there's yeah. always, there's always gonna be that shit, and you need to be able to be like, okay, whatever. You're, you're I mean, five. Th- like three year olds and six year olds, they're like number one trolls. Like they're, yeah. <laughs> like they're number one. So when, <laughs> so if anything, all that is gonna prepare you for that. Oh, I'm down well the prepared. Road. Oh, I'm well. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for my kid um, to call me anything. So one of the last things I want to talk about because you, men- you know, you mentioned Brandon. We mentioned him a few times because we interviewed him a few years ago. You know how important are collaborations not only to your success mm. on YouTube, but also I think, like you said, like a support system. Because I'm sure yeah. you know, you like you said, you and Brandon talk, and you guys talk about YouTube yeah. and figure out, you know, try to help each other. I'm sure you do the same thing with Pulse and some of these other Absolutely. people. How important are those relationships for not only yourself but also your channel? Incredibly, and and it's something. It's something I wish I had done sooner. You know, if you look back at really any of my videos before like 2016, 2017, like everything is by myself, everything. I was very much like, I don't want to be one of those guys who's just part of a group and then like the group gets big, but then I'm like stuck. I didn't, I don't like, I don't want to have a repeat odyssey where now I'm part of this, this group of creators and we're all doing stuff to get like, I, I was very much like, no, I'm, I need to be like a lone wolf and I need to stand on my own and blah, blah, blah. But then as like, as I started to grow on my own, I think I felt better about it. I'm like, okay, well I've, proven that I can do something by myself. So like, I guess I'll like, go to collaborate. And I just wish I had done that sooner because it's it's the it's the best thing. It's the best mm-hmm. thing to, to, to be with people who, you know, not even have to think or have the same outlooks as you, but just, just can enjoy the same type of things and you can, you can banter with and you, you know, you can create something cool for people and both of your fan bases now come together and they, you know, can appreciate it. So it's something I would highly recommend if you're thinking about getting into this space because it's it's huge. It's huge for everybody. Involved. And having that openness, I think, you know, it's obviously, I mean, obviously you have a friendship with Austin Creed, which is, you know, you've also played with Cesaro and, and all these other, you know, mm. just in general, what was that like playing with these guys that you've watched on TV and, and, and kind of getting to know them and, and they're tweeting back to you and, you know, all this stuff. Like, what's that? You know, obviously being a wrestling fan for a long time. Getting to know, getting to know Austin was like, one of the best things that ever happened. And I'm not even talking from like a career standpoint or like, or anything like that, or like meeting people. It's just like, just the support that he has shown me and the support he shows everybody. Like he has gone to bat for me about things. He has stuck up for me when certain things would arise. Uh, He took me under his wing almost. And like, he introduced me to people. And now I'm, I'm in the back of my mind. I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm at the WrestleMania hotel. And there's, there's Sasha, there's Big Show, there's everybody walking by and like, and I'm just, me and him are hanging out and I'm just like, the fuck am I doing here? Like, how did, how did I get here? And, uh, and I was just like, it's so cool that this little YouTube stuff came to be what it was and it let me meet these people. And I said this too, like when I was playing, like the first time I played with like Cesaro and Adam Cole and all these, all these guys and everything, I was like, little Chris would be freaking out right now like like this is like as a young wrestling fan like growing up everything was about wrestling to me not to say that it doesn't matter to me now or like i'm not like i think it's super cool now but like as far as like what i would have thought when i was younger i would have been freaking out like oh my god that's so crazy gonna play video games with wrestlers and stuff. imagine little chris like playing uno with Shawn michaels the undertaker (laughs) oh my god well i know i don't think undertaker's playing uno uh he's not really about about that game life uh sean maybe but but uh, that's one of the coolest things. Absolutely one of the coolest yeah. things. And I'm so grateful that I was like able to have those types of opportunities. 
Awesome, man. Uh, so I, I want to make sure we have time because we put it out there for people to that follow you and subscribe to you to ask some questions. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the first question, of course, is when you dropping the next micro. <laughs> Somebody did ask when you're dropping the next AEW video. I was like, he just dropped the first one yesterday. <laughs> like, come on, give the man. I, like, do I you see the production the... that went into that? Like, give that. That was a lot. That was a lot of work. Give the man some time. <laughs> like, good lord. And if I can, and if I can, real quick, one of the things I did want to say is that I really respect about your work and and what you put into it is your willingness to try things. You you had a second channel for a while, Dink Oops. You mm-hmm. tried other content, doing TLC and you know reaction videos, and, and I love I love watching that stuff. You're never done changing. You're never done evolving. You're always figuring something out. You know. I appreciate that. What was your first job job before YouTube? Uh, my first, this is from my first, Arn Gwyn. Arn Gwyn, my first job was at Domino's Pizza. I was a, I was making the pizzas. No, so I started off the cashier <laughs> and I was making the pizzas. And then I was, before I left, I was like starting to do the delivery stuff, but I didn't really like that. So I left and did mm. something else. You open, they opened the door and be like, yo, here's your pizza. Like <laughs> and subscribe. Be sure to subscribe. <laughs> leave a tip and a like, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I, I wasn't really feeling the delivery. I was like, I don't want to go to people's houses. I'm just going to sit here and make pizza. Uh, JA3 underscore 619 asks, who do you think is a underrated YouTuber in the WWE community? There's a lot. There's a lot. It depends on what people mean by underrated. Because Brandon, Aaron, Dalton, X, like the vi- like the vibe team that mm. they put together, they're all really good. But they're like starting to grow and they're starting. Like, I'm, I, it's it's hard to be like, who's underrated? Because like Brandon's starting to get bigger. Everybody's getting bigger. Mm. Is there somebody that you've seen that's maybe up and coming that's like just starting out or only been around for like a year that you've seen that's like this person's got some good stuff? Hmm. Only been around for a year. I, the, I feel like all the people that I know and people whose content mm-hmm. I'm familiar with are people that I've known for a while now. But I've I've always believed that Pulse should be so much bigger than, than he is and should be getting so much more credit than he does. He's so like he's so funny and good at what he does and just a genuine person and like is a joy to be around so the fact that he's not like 10 times the size that he is bothers me sometimes uh right he's he's one of them i mean johnny and the new legacy inc guys like i i I wish i'd tell johnny all the time because me and him were super close i wish you go full full head on this like stream schedule streaming every day but like he he would blow up they're already the biggest wrestling channel on Twitch, and they just hit 50,000 uh, followers. Man. Hundreds of thousands of followers easily, I think, if if fucking, like, went for it. I don't try to, like, to force my friends into stuff like that, but there's so many people that I think are so good at what they do. And I completely understand it, too, because I've been in that spot, are afraid to kind of take that, that dive of, mm-hmm. like, if you got a full-time job, if you're secure and everything, why would you leave that? You know, yeah. unless you really, really, really wanted to do something. Uh, so I completely understand. I just I, I think they're they're so good at what they do, and I wish more people, uh, you know, knew that. Mm. Shout out to the Hog Dippers. Hog Dippers and um, the Deadlockites, baby. You already know. You already know. All right, four underscore every got underscore underscore four twenty <laughs> Ronnie. Uh, does it bother you when people subscribe? I'm feeling they said subscribe. Subscribe your channel for only one area of gaming. Does it bother me? Uh, no. It used to. It used to until I just realized how the game works. A decent example is like, if you listen to a, a country artist mm-hmm. and they put out a rap album, even though you're a big fan of their country music and a big fan of them, are you gonna definitely buy the rap album? Eh, maybe not, because it's not your vibe. 
But in my mind, at, at one time, I was like, well, what the hell? If they if they like the wrestling stuff, my non wrestling stuff, I think is like better and a little more free form and a little like a little funnier. Uh, in my mind, anyway, I think my non-wrestling stuff is superior. But I did used to get upset about that until I realized, like, listen, this is just, this is how niches work. This is how algorithms work. They're putting my wrestling videos in front of the people who want to see wrestling videos. And because of the way that my channel is set up and the way that everything is running, my non-wrestling stuff is just not going to get pushed as much. That's just the way that it works. And it took me a very long time to accept that. But... It's not something that I really fight anymore. I think especially, uh, I've noticed over the past couple months, if Dank Ops, if the Dank Ops channel is primarily a wrestling gaming channel, if that's just what it's going to be, then it's going to be the best fucking one that there is. So right. these last, like, maybe two months, I've really been putting a little more effort into into properly optimizing the wrestling part of it instead of just being like, oh, it's wrestling, so it'll get views here, blah, blah, whatever. Just kind of throw yeah. it out there. Like, I've if this is what it's going to be, then I, I want to make it the best that it can be. And then... Once I feel like I have a good grip on this and I'm more scheduled and organized, then I can, you know, I talked about trying a second channel again, but something a little different, getting back into music, streaming. Like, I'm finally streaming consistently again. So that was a big step forward. Like, I'm live like three, four days a week now, where I used to be like once a month, maybe. Uh, so it, it, it's opened up a lot of opportunities for me to do other things, thankfully. But to answer your question, yes, it used to upset me, but it doesn't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this will go down in the kind of uh, same as the doorknob uh, monkey question oh, area. Um, mm -hmm. Yeetot asks, do you like milk, sour cream, or both? Milk. I'm not in sour cream. Uh, do you watch anime? Not really. The only thing I really have kept up with throughout my lifetime is Dragon Ball. Just a little teaser. We're uh, right now in the talks to have the voice of Ash Ketchum from uh, oh, Pokemon really? coming on the show this, uh, That's this awesome. season. That's Super, That's really super cool. stoked to talk to her. That's awesome. Now, this is going to be hard because it's asking like for a specific, one specific thing. So I'll change it a little bit. Um, what's some of your favorite moments that you've had on YouTube? I remember like when I started wanting to do more vlogs and me and Michelle went to like Vegas for a weekend and like filmed a bunch of stuff in, in like a cinematic type of vibe. Like I was trying to be really different about it and like trying to find a cool way to do it. And I was like, eh, this is going to get like 10,000 views maybe. And it, it did it actually did really well. It did like a lot better than that. And I was like, that was the first time where something non-wrestling started to do well. That first feeling of, oh, wow, something besides wrestling started doing well was always, <laughs> like, was definitely a very good feeling. Right. I'm trying to think of another, like, specific, so many ridiculous moments have happened just throughout different series I've done on the channel. When Chris Danger died, has got to be. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I've had characters that have moments. died. I've played through games that have broken mid, like, midway through. There's, like, mm -hmm. there's so many crazy ridiculous moments that have happened but a lot of the best ones i think happened like with my friends there too like the stuff that the stuff i'm playing with johnny or pulse or brandon or you know we're just messing around and yelling and screaming like those are some of the best some of the best moments so there's, it's there's too many to to put a, a pin on like that nick b963 asks what batman game did you enjoy playing the most arkham city is my favorite batman game but the whole arkham series friggin rules it's mm -hmm. oh my god and i'm such a huge batman fan like a lot of people know that but having that first arkham asylum game after having no good batman games for a very long time was like oh my god i spent so much time with that and then arkham city and then arkham knight and arkham origins all like all of them i freaking fell in love with mm. uh so I uh, jay brown on twitter wants to know will you be releasing any more songs i really liked all of me and i love your covers along with your usual content you have such a good voice i just want to know if you oh. wrote any new songs over the pandemic oh wow i have written a lot of shit during this last year 
but none of it is is full. Like all throughout this last year, I've had little ideas that I've started on here and there. So one thing I'm excited about this year is I actually got a MIDI keyboard and I got all my software finally set up again. I used to, like I used to not produce like a little bit. I'm not, I wouldn't call myself like a producer, but like I'm able to to put things together. Now being able to take those ideas and actually start to see where they go. Like that's what I'm looking forward to this year is is finally setting the time aside to work on that stuff and finally hopefully catching some sort of vibe. Because like I said, or I think one of the first things we talked about was like that vibe of being in the studio, producers there, having a writer. That doesn't happen right now. Like I haven't been inside a studio with other people in well over a year because of everything that's been going on. So it is it is hard to do outside of that atmosphere sometimes. But it's kind of one of those things where I just got to find the time to do it. I have to just I have to make sure that I'm scheduling my time properly, putting the things in place and doing what needs to be done. You know? Yeah. And uh, final question to me ask: how do you feel about the Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I bleed green till I die. That's the mm-hmm. way it is. I'm never I'm never going to abandon this team. I've been through worse ups and downs than we're going through right now. However, new head coach, new offensive coordinator. Blah, blah, blah. We'll see. One of the things we do, this is a kind of final thing. I, I've done this since the beginning of this podcast. Before Facebook and after Friendster, there was a place that everybody hung out. It eventually became a music place called MySpace. And yeah. uh, people would post their top six, top eight, top ten mm-hmm. friends. It would ruin friendships if you weren't in the top eight. It would take hours for someone's page to load because they had What If God Was One Of Us as their background song. But uh, mm-hmm. one of the things that was on MySpace were unnecessary quizzes and i'm not talking like buzzfeed these were just lists of personal quizzes that people could post on their page and i found a quiz that has 167 questions on it uh we're not gonna ask all the questions i'm not gonna ask all the questions uh that would be way too much so i'm just gonna have you as we go we're gonna do six questions randomly pick six numbers between one and a hundred i believe yeah 167 and uh one of the only rules about this there's no explanation I can't give an explanation. I just have to answer. No explanation. Just okay. Are you ready for your MySpace quiz, I've Chris Dinker? Never, never been more ready for a MySpace quiz in my life. All right. What is the first number you are choosing between one and one hundred sixty-seven? Forty-two. Are you shy or outgoing? Both. Both. All right. Next. Uh, next number. Twenty-one. What is your relationship status? Taken. Next question. Seventy-nine. What are your plans for this coming? I guess this next weekend. Oh shit! I didn't plan that far. Probably just streaming. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no super bowl streaming and watching the super bowl oh, super bowl that's, there you that's... go all right next number five have you ever dated someone twice yes all right next number 99 are you afraid of the dark no all right i'm afraid of the things that might come out of the dark but i'm not afraid of the dark <laughs> do you like the show are you afraid of the dark i do like the show are you afraid of the yeah, dark? that show uses slap what's the final number for your myspace quiz one two three one two three. here's your final question have you ever slipped on ice yep like two days ago <laughs> and that's your myspace quiz completely irrelevant yes <laughs> yes you nailed it 100 percent. nice chris th- this was such a pleasure thank you so much for coming on Absolutely. it was so thank fun to talk me, to you uh i i i honestly uh you, i am inspired by your hustle and your work and the charity stuff that you do is fantastic and uh just you you know you, you got a subscriber for life here <laughs> thank you man i appreciate that a lot thank you so much for coming on taking the time i really appreciate absolutely, it absolutely man do you real quick? Where can people find you? Where, what's your handles? What can, sure, what can people yeah. expect um, coming up so from you? YouTube and Twitch are both Dank Ops. Twitter and Instagram and TikTok are at the Chris Danker. So you can find me anywhere you want. 
on those places. I'm, I'm pretty active on Twitter, obviously YouTube a lot. I stream a lot. I'm trying to be more active on Instagram and TikTok, but those are the ones that like I'm, you got a hard time keeping up with when there's <laughs> when there's so many. But uh, yeah, feel free to stop on by and say hi. Yeah, fantastic. Well, once again, man, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank and, you, man. Uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Back to you, Sounds Daniel, good. in the studio because cut to the outro that I do later on. there you are that was my interview with chris danker i just want to thank chris for coming on i hope you enjoyed his story make sure you check out his uh, youtube channel at dank ops his twitch is the same one you can check him out on social media the chris danker d-e-n-k-e-r also check out his new podcast especially if you're a big wrestling fan into the danger zone he has interviewed xavier woods from wbe Adam Cole from AEW, and so many other people that he's going to talk to. So make sure you check it out. It's anywhere you get our podcast, most likely. But uh, big thanks to him for coming on. And do not miss out on the rest of this season. We have so many great guests. Uh, Next week, we have a producer, writer, actress named Deborah Lee Smith. She has been a great friend of this show and to me and Michael. She is fantastic, and she has had some amazing adventures. So you do not want to miss her story and the just bombs of wisdom that she drops in the first part of her episode next week. Make sure you leave us a review. That is how we get found. That is how we get more listeners on the Apple Podcast. So make sure you leave us a review. We'd love to read it. If you have any questions for Chris or myself, or you have a question for Michael, I can always ask him. Feel free to email us, hollywoodhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at LA Hustlecast or on Instagram, Hollywood Hustle Podcast. You can also follow me on TikTok at Bearded Writer. That's Bearded Writer, like someone that writes things down. So check it out and share the show. Tell people about the show. If you find it interesting, if you've loved the interviews we've done, please check it out. Also, we will be doing our Halloween episode again with Ashley Nunez and Todd Nunez. We are super excited about it. I know I am. I'm going to see if I can get maybe a special guest to join us. What Halloween movie do you want us to watch? What movie would you like to hear our commentary and thoughts and fun facts over? So let us know. Email us. Leave it on the comments on Twitter or on Instagram. We want to know. We love you, folks. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep following your dreams. And as always, keep up the hustle. Hustle.